1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. rolled
0: Gold at the sports book. Drew with the roulette wheel. And we can't tell you where Cody is. Tune in all.
2: All right, we're back here in Las Vegas, of course, on Radio Row. Thanks to our friends at Papa Murphy's. Order online for the big game this weekend and save $3 off any large or family-sized pizza with promo code 610. And by Shelter Insurance, an insurance company you can trust. Visit shelterinsurance.com to learn more. Cody and Gold here for the final hour on a Thursday, and we're excited to have Chase Daniel joining us from NFL Network. Of course, former Chiefs backup quarterback, former uh, Missouri Tiger. I'm yeah. a KU guy, Chase. I'll be honest. I'm a KU <laughs> Why guy. i did you that right well,
3: away? I think, I I'm sorry about that for yeah, you. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry right for, yeah, I, yeah. I, I
2: wanted to get out of the way. Yeah, I, I just yeah, yeah. wanted to get out of the way. It's great to have you, you on. probably though, just man. smell
4: it on him a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, right? I smell it like <laughs> yeah That's right.
2: We can talk a little college at some point as well, but yeah. just how things going for you, man. You're doing great work over at NFL Network.
3: Yeah, it's been great. You know, it's been a transition year for me, obviously, not playing anymore, and uh, just jumped right into NFL Network, got two podcasts, one with Trey Wingo called Chasing It, the other with The Athletic uh, Football Show, which has been great, and then uh, started my whole YouTube channel with the quarterback breakdowns and stuff, and it's just gone crazy, so it's been a good year to just get a bunch of different tentacles out there and just sort of be home with my wife and three kids. We have a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old, so we're right in the thick of it, uh, and she spent most of the last six years dealing with that on her own. So it's been good to be able to be a father, be present, coach my kids. I'm coaching football, basketball, baseball. I have no idea what I'm doing in basketball, <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, and and but still stayed a part of the game because it's important to me. Uh, and and I've really enjoyed this sort of next step in my career.
4: I just like the idea that you're coaching basketball. Just block out. I mean, rebound. Literally, literally, I'm
3: just like we have some good athletes. I'm like just shoot the ball and play good defense. Like I'm just hand, my only thing. I say on defense is like hands up. Just get your hands so up. That's all. Does your team have so
4: like my kids? I've got I've got a seven and a five year yeah. old. And they've obviously played youth sports. And then there's always some kid at, like, even six that's just essentially Messi or LeBron. You're like, what's this kid, like, dunking it at yeah.
3: six? We, we have those guys okay. <laughs> on our team.
4: Yeah, those teams are tough to play against. Yeah. You're just like, what's happening Yeah, it's,
3: it's sort of crazy. Like, like Pre- <laughs> Preston is his name. And just to see his friend group, like, they play baseball together. I coach them in football together. And now, like, no other parent wanted to step up. So now I'm coaching basketball. And it's been fun. It's been really cool.
4: Is it, it weird being on the other side? Do you feel bad for all the coaches you maybe have been like, hey, I don't like the way this is going? Yeah, <laughs> right I, I would
3: say like, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty chill unless like, the kid doesn't give good effort. Like, I'm not really big into skills and stuff. And all I tell sure. my kid, like, my, my six-year-old, is like attitude and effort. That's really all I care about. If, I'm not trying to teach them how to throw a football exactly right. And so, I'm like, I don't care about that. Just have fun and your attitude and effort are the biggest things. Las Vegas, This is. Uh, I know
2: now you mentioned you got kids and all that, but yeah. Ve- and the fact that this game is in Vegas, do you, do you sense a little more energy
3: around this oh, thing? Totally. Like, like e- even the last two Super Bowls or three Super Bowls from post-COVID, I feel like have been a little bit below energy level. But when you come here to Vegas, it feels like it's fully back. I mean, this radio row is one of the bigger ones I've seen. Yes. And, you know, I don't know if you guys remember the Super Bowl uh, uh, back in New York a, a little while ago. Um, but it was in New York City, right? And Super Bowl's a spectacle, but it's New York City. And I felt like the Super Bowl atmosphere got sort of eaten up by the city itself. And I was wondering, coming here in Vegas, if that was going to be the same. But I think Vegas has done a, such a phenomenal job of everywhere you walk, everywhere you look, it is it is Super Bowl. And so th- that's what I was interested about. The traffic's awful. First yeah, of all, it's not- like, the like, longest like, lights. The uh, longest uh, lights ever, <laughs> and and that's just part of the deal. But I do love how it's just like right on one street. It's wide, right on one strip everywhere you can possibly go. You see people that you know that you play with. So it's been cool for us to get back here, especially just from a fellowship standpoint with these, these ex-players that I play with or these coaches or uh, network people that I've dealt with. So it's been really cool.
4: You mentioned the quarterback breakdown on YouTube. Brock Purdy right now, obviously he wasn't supposed to be at this stage of his career, where does he compare to the development or the level he is at in executing the quarterback position? Maybe to other quarterbacks in the league. Like, what is he like? What level is he at now?
3: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think his play this past year has has really gone up, and he's reached that next level of to where, you know, maybe last year his nine games that he played, and even a little bit of beginning this year. He was making throws, but not at the level where he's making throws right now. So he's constantly evolving his game, and a lot of people are going to say, well, look at who he has, Brandon Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, CMC. I'm like, that's great, Um, but he really has made all the throws. I mean, you look at throws over 10 yards down the field, he's number one in almost every single category possible. So he's not only just like – Taking what's there, they're throwing the ball deep down the field. Now they haven't really faced a pass defense like the Kansas City Chiefs' top-five defense. Um, Jerry Sneed, all these guys, his linebackers are, are playing excellent. Nick Bolton, I think, is, is playing well. And then Drew Trinkle had his best game of the year uh, two weeks ago in the AFC Championship game. Um, so it's going to be a it's going to be a difficult task. And, and I'm going to I'm going to be interested to see how Steve Spagnola specifically targets the right side of that offensive line for the 49ers because they have not been good. They're like 30th in pressure rate given up on both sides. So whether it's Chris Jones on that side and George Carloftis, whether it's an overload front, whether it's pressure, whether it's double edge pressure, it's going to be interesting to see Steve Spagnuolo's first 15 on defense.
2: We're talking to Chase Daniel here on Cody and Gold. Our guests are brought to you by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs. You mentioned Drew Tranquil. Obviously, you guys spent some some time together. Uh, We had a chance to talk to him over at opening night as well. There's a chance that in the Brett Veach era, he, he might be one of, if not the best free agent signing. I mean, what a steal on a one-year deal. I mean, what You were a teammate of his, so what, yeah. what's he like? I mean, he decides to leave L.A. to win a Super Bowl, yeah. and, and, here, and here he is.
3: Well, and, and uh, honestly, I don't even know if they're paying him over $3 million. Yeah, it's so a great deal. a steal for, like for that, team. a day two or day three guy free agent. And I was a little surprised when he wasn't like, sort of sought after. Because I'm thinking, hey, first of all, you're a great leader. Second of all, you are a three-down linebacker. You truly can play base and nickel. Uh, and it has, just has a knack for making plays. Might not be the biggest, might not be the fastest, but he's always around the ball. He studies a lot of film. Really well liked in in, in the locker room. And I just love the fact that he sent out the text message yeah, conversation between him and Andy Reid. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Like, see Red, let's win some Super Bowls. And, and um, like, uh, look, like, we know him really well. Like, Hillary's dad, my wife's dad, is a um, – real estate developer in Casey area. And so they showed him around all the houses. So like we've known him, they like they, they bought a house there. Like they love it there. And it's just been a really cool thing for me to see him, especially just like be able to take his game to the next level. Cause Willie Gay's been out, Nick Walton's been out. They've all missed time. So he sort of had to step up big in time. big spots, worn the green dot, the communication for a couple of times as well. And now you see him play probably the game of the year. In my opinion, he was all over the field, Versus that Ravens. Let's see if he can keep it up. What's the
4: balance? Andy obviously knows what he's doing. But what's the balance between overthinking what is a game plan that works, right? Because yeah. you've got two full weeks. Because I imagine in Andy's case, he's always looking for, like, the one edge. Yeah. Spags is going to be looking for the, the one edge against Brock Purdy. How do the Chiefs, even though they're used to this, balance that, hey, let's not over-prepare versus trust your gut. Well, It's gotten you, us
3: this far. Yeah, and I think what you said, like, they're used to it. That matters. Super Bowl experience matters in, in games like this. Especially not necessarily – from a field perspective, but the whole week leading up to it, the week of Super Bowl, like they installed their entire game plan last week. So so they came here ready to rock and roll. And, of course, there's going to be some changes and stuff added last minute, but 95% of the game plan was put in, in KC. And so I think that's what really was an awesome job by Andy and staff, being able to do that and then get into this week ready to roll. And I think I think that's the biggest thing that you haven't seen, Andy. Like he's not trying to reinvent the wheel. Other than like these green dot plays, which he calls them like new plays added to a game plan, maybe he has like 10 to 12 a game. The rest of it's stuff they've run all year long. They're going to formate it differently. They're going to personnel wise, it's going to be different. Uh, But you're going to see a lot of the same plays. And I think that just allows their players to play fast. One thing before he lets you go, we were having
2: a debate earlier. Luke Combs concert, if you got free tickets to that, or Bill Burr, where are you
3: going? I think I would pick Luke Combs. That's okay. I, well, that's, I, what we're, that's what yeah, we're doing. So. I think I'd pick Luke Combs. I mean, the dude is the on fire right now. He is, would he you is.
4: also, seeing how I, you pointed out, you threw the first ever touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey, what percentage of his career would you like credit for?
3: Um, Just the <laughs> very start. Just the very start, getting him on the map. That's it. And, uh, yeah, I still remember it was like yesterday. We were in a trips bunch formation. The play was called Madden, like you're playing Madden. It's just four verticals, and he just outrun a safety. He outran a safety to the end zone. I just remember the first person he came up to on the field was a trainer that helped him rehab his injury back in 2013 just gave him a hug like awesome and I think we saw then like him breaking away from a safety like he was gonna be special
4: and yeah, he's such a good player it's a little unfair and he's playing at this level again so. well
3: in the consistency at which he's played throughout his entire career has been insane
4: I know you might not want to give a prediction but let's go ahead and give it a shot right spice and foods, the official sauces of kansas city what's your how do you think the game goes
3: i just think uh in general it's hard to bet against that man right there patrick mahomes he's, he's <laughs> yeah. looking right at me on the super bowl <laughs> banner um and just super bowl experience and just look their defense the chiefs defense has been playing excellent all year long and i finally feel like these past three games um the chiefs have really stepped up on offense and they've really been very well balanced i think through three games in the playoffs. The Chiefs have only thrown the ball 12 or 13 more times than they've run the ball. That's going to be a big key for them to just not, hey, Mahomes, you don't need to do it all, but when Superman comes and you need Superman's cape, he's going to come out. Chase Daniel
2: from NFL Network, of course, former Chiefs quarterback, Missouri Tiger. We'll see what happens in college football next year. <laughs> yeah. I, think both, I, I think both schools are going to ha- yeah, have fantastic seasons. Looking forward to it. Thanks, right, Chase. Thanks for having me there on. There you go. Chase Daniel here on Radio Row in Las Vegas. Our big game coverage brought to you by Community America Credit Unit. Community America Credit Unit is proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at chiefschecking.com.
4: I think that he's got the right idea because I like hearing that from a player because we say it sometimes, and it always just sounds a little different. It's like, what do you want to do, bet against that guy? And then earlier when Trey Wingo was talking to me, he was like, that guy scares the hell. Like, when he was talking about Patrick Mullins, that guy scares the hell out of me. That's how I would feel. Mm -hmm. It'd be hard. I think as a defensive player, it's actually – that's the better way to treat it than, oh, no, I'm going to get him. No, no, no. Properly fear the man. You should be terrified. Sure. And you should play in a way that, like, respects what he can do against you. Rip your heart out, as Trey Wingo said earlier. (laughs) You should yeah. think that that's a possibility.
2: I also kind of liked hearing, you know, uh, Chase there was talking about Drew Tranquil. They know each other well. You could tell based off yeah, of how he like was his, talking his about it. But I liked hearing it place. because Drew Tranquil's on a one-year deal. And, and yeah, it's it's a, such a team-friendly deal. It turned out to be a great signing. I think they got a chance to bring him back. He's going to need to be more compensated next season yeah. if he's back in Kansas City or anywhere, but I, I love hearing we're, we're chased by that it sounds like from a off the field family perspective that they absolutely love Kansas City that hey that matters man and and, and he might begin to ring too that also help, you know that also helps in a big big way well
4: with Willie Gay's contract possibly coming off the books because I I don't think I'm right. not ruling it out but it feels like you know that's the kind of player that maybe you move on from and look for a different linebacker tranquil filled in for Bolton when he was gone. And Gay, was, he was gone, and played both roles. So, if you think that's the case, well, then you should be able to cover that a little bit. Bring in another young linebacker, let that unit roll together as a group, and take a chance that you can find one more guy who can play that position. I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I mean, the way he was talking about it, you're like, huh? maybe, maybe Tranquil likes it enough here that he's thinking about staying here in Kansas City long term. I'll just take a Super Bowl ring for him whether he stays or not. Sure. But, I mean, sure. that just goes back to the thing we said about Brett Veach. What an off season from a everything but free agent wide receiver perspective. It's not. The, it doesn't have to be that important. But outside of that, Mike Edwards, Drew Tranquil, Charles Amini-Hugh, and I know he's going to play in this game, but I mean, yeah. without those players, they are probably not in the Super Bowl. I know it's not as big of a factor as if without Patrick Mahomes, but they needed that extra little bit gold in order to get here, to be back here, to be in Vegas. You and I waiting for the Chiefs to play Super Bowl, and now I guess three days? How's that work? Yeah, Do you count the day that it plays?
2: Sure. We'll call it three. That's fine. It, look, it's going to be here before we know it. The week, I don't know how it is for, for people back in Kansas City. Maybe it's one of those where the week's going by slow. It feels like it's going by quick. It's already Thursday, and it, it, the game will be here before we know it. We've got a ton more to discuss before we get there. And, and don't forget tonight. If you are going to still somehow make a flight to Vegas, or if you're in Vegas and you're listening on the Odyssey app, or if you know someone that's going to be in Vegas tonight, we hope to see you out at Circa Stadium Swim. That'll be the place to be this evening from 5 to 9 Vegas time. From 7 to 9 KC time, though, you and I and Drew and other special guests maybe will be stopping by Pete Sweeney, among others. We'll be doing a live show, a little Chiefs uh, version of Cody and Gold after dark. Uh, players Pete Sweeney's agreed to
4: stop by. Maybe yep, instead of yep. a Perrier, you will have a cocktail. Uh,
2: Players only. Going to be on an hour before us, starting at five o'clock from from Dane and Hughes. All at Circus Sports, and it's free to enter as long as you RSVP. The links are on our social media accounts. If you need a direct link, text the show, and, and I'll get you a link. Uh, and if you wear some Chiefs gear, which you should be wearing anyway, you get a free drink ticket. Someone's giving me a hard time because I'm not
4: wearing Chiefs gear not, today, right you're now. today.
2: You're not today. You're wearing uh, a, not floral, but uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just a shirt. Yeah,
4: it's just a regular just a shirt. shirt. <laughs> I brought some Chiefs gear, obviously.
2: But, I mean, I wasn't planning on wearing Chiefs gear all five days here from Radio Row. No, I just I went back to the hoodie because, it's, frankly, it's, it's cold outside. That's all. And I got some Chiefs, Chiefs red underneath, but the Chiefs hoodie. We're covered. There's also the Taylor Swift shirt if you need to, wear, if you need to throw one of those on to feel better.
4: I think I'm going to wear that to the Luke Combs concert. I feel <laughs> like that's just, you know, that feels like the place to wear the Taylor Swift Loves Kansas City t-shirt. Those have remained very popular. If we had just let anybody who had asked for one of those ask for the shirt gold, I believe we would have been out by now.
2: I did get a photo uh, of future Chiefs wide receiver here. I get the future Chiefs wide receiver, T. Higgins. Mike Evans? Is, oh, T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Yeah, yeah. Drew, I, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised Drew didn't just vanish. I give him credit. He could have just been following around T. Higgins the rest of the day. No, no, he has not.
4: Speaking of former Bengals wide receivers. Oh, yeah? What's the protocol here? I'm in the bathroom in the last oh. break. Chad Ocho Cinco is in there. He is having a, I would describe it, Medium volume, full-blown conversation standing at the urinal.
2: Wait, on the phone or with somebody else? Phone. Uh, well. Yeah, on the phone.
4: You've got to call him back, right? I mean, bathroom breaks got to wait.
2: Depends who he's talking to.
4: I mean, how did important. Did he have the AirPod
2: on at least, or do you have his hand on the
4: phone? Hand on the phone. Okay.
2: I mean, it was a full blown
4: conversation. I could tell you like ninety percent of what they were talking about based on the way it was Weird. going.
2: I mean, I guess you just don't care if you don't care, you know? You don't care. if You, you know? don't. Now, better that than being like in a stall. No, I, I think if uh, you're, you
4: think sitting on the toilet adds a different element worse. of if get you, off the phone. Why? You, I mean, it's, it's. I mean, it could be quieter depending.
2: True. I think if you are. In the actual stall, you can't be on the phone having a conversation. If you're standing up the urinal, it is, you know. There's a the people around, man. We can all hear what's going on. Yes, but he doesn't care. You know what I mean? Like, he, does, uh, he doesn't care.
4: He's not worried about the conversation. I don't, th- I don't think he's worried one bit, man. This essentially works as, like, a third random question for us today because, you know, like, is this acceptable behavior? And I guess that's really the question.
2: Marcus Spears. I assume there, that's
4: yeah. who you're pointing at, but then I wanted to make sure. Yeah. Like, okay, no, so I'm, just
2: I'm, just, I'm just pointing, you know, people on video. Uh, the video, they're in on us, so they can't see everything. I guess if we, if we turn on the guest cam again, you can see the different group of celebrities that are just walking yeah, by I'm at times, and, and some media members that walk by. A lot more NFL players here today. We are expected, but right before we get off the air today, around 1.45 or so, hopefully it all times out, to have Tony Pollard, the starting running back of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm really excited to talk if to not, him. If not, ideally, he's only running about seven minutes late, yeah, we'll have it and then we'll have
4: that for you for the show tomorrow. Obviously because we'd love to have Tony Pollard on, especially because of the running backs in this. Yeah. Isaiah Pacheco and Christian McCaffrey are both incredibly important for their teams this weekend. I understand why Christian McCaffrey would be more so. But I mean like I mean, Pacheco and we've talked about this and Chase Daniels is talking about it. The amount of the run pass ratio in which they have operated in this postseason is different than their normal ratio by a pretty wide margin. You know? Like I mean, they would normally pass in a 60-40 clip. They have been running at a 50-50 clip pretty much during this postseason run. So I'd love to talk to Tony Pollard about that and the run game for the Chiefs.
2: A- absolutely, yeah. The, Someone's uh, asking if you washed his hands. He did. Oh, that's a good, yeah. Man, he didn't wash his hands? You'd be surprised. Be happy to
4: know Chad Ochocinco is a hand honest, washer. It's not always and. Thorough hand washer. I would say that was at least a thirty Mississippi. Like he really held his hands <laughs> well under the that, water. That's
2: good moment. to know, since I don't know everybody that comes to our table, and vice versa. Everybody shakes everybody's hand. Think about that. you know, you know.
4: Yeah, that does feel. That's a good point.
2: I Think, you know, you don't know where. know, you, you know. Rex
4: Hudler has a stance on that. He doesn't shake anyone's hand.
2: Probably spark because
4: he's talking about like in these autograph things. Like, oh, people be picking their ass, walking up there. It's like, no way, uh, not doing that. That's how well, he that's described it to me.
2: You went to you went to the ultimate extreme. That's of what that. Rex
4: Hudler. This is a direct quote from Rex Hudler. I'm giving you. This is what he told me about why he doesn't shake hands with people very often. He doesn't trust them in their cleanliness standards. You know what? I think next year I've decided. Okay. If uh, next year we're once again here at Radio Row, which seemingly is an annual occurrence, uh I think we need to play a social media game in which we take a photo and we say, who is this? Because there's plenty (laughs) of people where I'm like, you're probably an athlete, and there's a good chance you're famous, but I'm having to think way too hard about who you are as a person just based on your face.
2: Well, then you're not that famous.
4: No, but sometimes it's just like athletes are hard to recognize when they're football players or baseball players sometimes because you're not used to seeing their face enough to be like, I think I know who that person is, but I'm not a hundred percent who that person is. Like you said, hey, that's Austin Eckler earlier, and I had to uh-huh. think for a second. I'm like, is it? And you were like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Austin Eckler. Absolutely. Even what? you weren't he saying was wearing it. With a like,
2: DQ shirt. He's doing something for Dairy Queen.
4: But it was. It was Austin. But I had to think about it.
2: Austin Eckler, also, uh, you know, another guy to keep an eye on free agency this next off season.
4: If he was cheap enough, yeah. If he's cheap enough, I'm interested. Right. But that's just the case. The text line's a mess
2: right now. Oh, it's all, oh, it's it is all you. Well, you're you're the. I you, opened this you, door. You brought up Ocho Cinco standing at a urinal, talking on the phone, and then we got into hand washing and all that kind of stuff. And I, what do you what do you expect's going to happen at that point? I understand. I have Do you think you could convince someone you were famous? Like if we got you dressed up in a little nicer clothes and we just had 10 people willing yes. to walk behind you, everybody would stand and think you At actually least are.
4: if one person had C- a clipboard with
2: times on it, yes. We just fake book you. Like we we have one sheeter that claims you're this famous, you know, famous YouTuber. YouTuber or whatever. He used to be a YouTuber TikTok
4: yeah, this star. Is, this is Nobody's co- ever going to
2: know. This is Cody whatever. And, yeah, he's got a, he's got a million followers on, on YouTube. He's We'd love famous to have him on TikTok. I'd yeah, be like, sure, and we've got like eight handlers behind you. Just
4: find me one person on YouTube or TikTok that kind of looks like me and we can purport to be them on there. Just find me one, and, again, we'll make the same deal. If we go to Radio Row again next year, we'll do that. Speaking of celebrities, I think that's Pete Sweeney. I don't want to say for sure. Oh, it is. But yeah, I, uh, I recognize that it's guy. It's hard sometimes. They'll he's all, he's
2: all suited up. Yeah, we don't need to have to guess look who that look is. that. Wearing yeah. a suit? He's a fancy boy. Fancy day for Pete Sweeney, <laughs> definitely. He's got
4: to cover the team. He actually has to put that stuff on. It's a slightly different vibe than us. We don't know. Hold on. Let me turn the cameras around there, Pete. Pete Sweeney
2: blocking Jeff Schwartz, who just walk, walked by. Former Chief Jeff Schwartz. Uh, Pete could do
4: that. Now, see, look, now he's on the camera. He's we actually to have to get it early. Break. We got three? a longer break. we do? Oh, we, do? Get, we do need to get it right, early. Pete, break, say but. something really profound in the next 10 seconds.
1: Oh, man. All right. Uh, Chiefs, 24, <laughs> 9 or 17. There it is. Pete Sweeney.
2: I don't have to give the tagline for that one. Thank you, Pete. We'll see you later on tonight at our party over at Circa. Up next, we'll get you caught up on what's trending. And we're expected to be joined by the starting running back of the Dallas Cowboys, Tony Pollard, to get his perspective on Isaiah Pacheco and Christian McCaffrey heading.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to
1: secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports.
2: clock at four. Donchich.
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom the game. What's
2: trending. All right, let's check
0: in on the hot topics trending, trending, trending.
4: Number one on What's Trending, Alex Gold is not returned to the table here on Radio Road. Drew's going to have to fill in for him, at least in the brief moment. He thought he had enough time in the break. That's okay. That's on Alex. We'll get him back here in just a minute. The Chiefs currently back at practice. Their final media availability today over at their facility at Lake Las Vegas. Travis Kelsey spoke to the media, said that the practice on Wednesday that we heard from got a little bit chippy, but that the both sides, the offense and the defense are obviously incredibly motivated heading into this game. We could see at least that end of it. No more updates on the injury front. They obviously activated Sky Moore off of the return list yesterday. Doesn't mean he'll play coming up on Sunday. Joe Tooney still thought to be a long shot possibility for the Super Bowl, so we'll have to see which way that goes here moving forward.
5: Number two, number two on what's trending: uh, the NBA trade deadline is today. A lot of trades. I mean, it's hard to keep up with it. You, Drew, uh, Buddy Heald is leaving the Pacers. The Bucks are getting uh, Pat Bev, Gordon Hayward from my alma mater. Butler is going to Oklahoma City. Uh, many, many other trades going on in the NBA uh, today.
4: There you go. That's, yeah, that's a good one. NBA trade deadline's nuts, by the way. Yeah, no, oh, you yeah. Know, it's hard to keep up. Yeah. it' Almost impossible. It's not like the NFL trade deadline. It's not like Major League Baseball trade deadline. There's just so much more action in the NFL just moving across the board. Next up on what training Adolis Garcia and the Texas Rangers have agreed on Thursday to avoid arbitration on a two-year, $14 million contract, according to multiple reports. You might remember he was the ALCS MVP for what eventually became the World Series champion. He's obviously due up. A pretty good payday coming up here in a couple of years mm. but has yet to get his payday at least at this point we'll see where that contract goes but at least before the arbitration deadline they moved on from there that's what's trending here on Cody and Gold we'll get Alex's mic turned
2: on Drew got, pinch stuck, for you. got stuck in the uh the th- what's the correct word the uh the thrall of people around Coach Prime and Deion Sanders on the way back thrall oh so you couldn't get through correct. I got a photo though I put it out on the on, on oh, Twitter oh I see but yeah good enough
4: to get a photo of Deion yeah, Sanders well, I had, I, well, he he not had good enough to I, show up to this show if
2: I'm going to be waiting in line, I might as well get a photo I mean literally guys you couldn't get i couldn't get to where I needed to go hmm. so yeah that's, that's the hold up or whatever. but did uh, you get we him on the show I or? did just see Tony Pollard right around the corner so he's going to join us coming up in a little bit as well. Great. Well, Drew, hey, look, Drew stepped in. I appreciate primarily. it. I appreciate that. Um, Someone just, also warned me not to give Cody the idea of what? Of uh, acting like he's a YouTube influencer and, and have us have <laughs> nine people behind him walking around uh, to make it seem like he's very, very important. They said, don't, they said don't give Cody the idea.
4: Also, uh, I, com- I sound like I'm going to think I'm important just because of that. That's just funny to yeah. do.
5: <laughs> Coming up on social media, Stephen A. Smith gives his pick. Okay. Oh. At a. 610
2: Sports KC on Twitter. That'll be coming up in Instagram. like the
5: next five minutes. We'll have it on there. Beautiful. What can you tell me? What he, what his prediction was? Uh, can you give I, us a little tease? Honestly. Uh he he gave a good answer, but I was so focused on making sure that he was in the video and I got the shot that I really wasn't paying as much attention. <laughs> Plus, it's, it's Steven. Did you just I, get a photo was,
4: of Deion Sanders or something else? Well, you think they were give me an interview with Deion? Sanders? <laughs> you think you think? Why
2: well, did like, a video of him talking or something? That's all. No, it was just it, this was the closest video I could get or the photo. If you he said, I could "Hey,
5: I'm did. Alex Gold from Chiefs Radio Partner." Six cents per trade. Do you think I, that you could?
2: I kid you not. With some people, you can get pr- pretty close. I could not get within. I don't know. Ten feet. Ten feet of the guy. <laughs> I mean, the. I wouldn't, even tra- I wouldn't even. I didn't even have my phone out yet, and they were already just preemptively being like, "He's not stopping for interviews. He's not stopping for interviews." I was. I mean, I I not even trying to get an interview. I honestly was on my way to the restroom, and then <laughs> I got stuck.
4: Let's uh. <laughs> let's see who can physically get the closest.
2: Let's you, just do a you new contest. You want me to do a try? New contest. He's going on with McAfee. That's the whole thing. Who can, He's over there by McAfee.
4: Who can physically get the closest to Deion Sanders? I guess so. Before someone I,
2: tackles hey, you. Hey, you're, you're coming to you're, you know you're, you're coming to Kansas City next year to take on the Kansas Jayhawks, Deion. That's what they know. We well, talk that's about right. He's that. going to play at Arrowhead. It'll this be at, year. Yeah, Deion will be at Arrowhead next year, coaching the Colorado Buffaloes. That'll be a fun that, time. That is very true. Are you going to go to that game? I think so. I, I actually might try to. They have a little four pack for the games at Arrowhead. That game's going to be a sellout for sure.
4: A sellout? Dude,
5: yes, NFL well yes. a sellout?
4: Well, no, if you th- I, I don't know how many seats Colorado— It depends on how good Kansas is, and honestly, and how good Colorado is. Don't yeah, sure, I don't sure. know how
5: many seats Colorado has, but you think college football, and I know that these two programs are not, like, yeah, blue, blue bloods, if you will, but in the SEC, you have—and in the Big 12, you've got sellouts of 70,000 yeah, I mean, I mean, Kansas right just reduced the size of
4: their s- stadium, you know? Yeah. Um, not not increase the size— no one's ever going to build these stadiums again, and I think Folsom. I just looked it up. I was like, I felt like it was not. I think twenty fifty three thousand. So I mean twenty thousand or fifteen thousand less than Arrowhead seats. It might sell out gold. I'm not saying that, but I would definitely think I like the uh, um, like you and I have talked about this from like a sports memorabilia perspective. I don't really own any. Um, I own very little in that department. Um, I don't like. I don't like. Oh, I want to go to this game. I want to see an AFC. You know, like for the most part, I like the oddity things almost as much. Really. The last piece of memorabilia I tried to collect was when a guy threw a ball over the fence at Kaufman in the middle of the game, and I like the way games. I went to the Royals opening day, the year of COVID. There were like 15 of this in a hollow stadium with no one in. I'm like, boy, what a weirdo game. That's what I like about the Kansas-Colorado a little bit. It's yeah. a freak game. It's a weird game. We were talking about this in Phoenix last year because the NHL team is playing at a college. I'm like, I am interested. And you're a weirdo. Why are we playing at Arizona State for NHL hockey stuff? I like the bizarre. So
5: you would have rather gone to KU when they were 2-10 and ten against...
4: If it's against- in a weirdo arena, yeah, yeah not in Memorial. If it was at
5: Arrowhead and KU was the 2-10 and ten I'm version. I'm more
4: interested in going in that. Okay. That's a rare circumstance. Now, look, MU and KU used to play at Arrowhead. It's not all that uncommon for KU to play a game at Arrowhead. But they're going to play a huge chunk of their season. The one that's more interesting next year than Kansas is seeing a game at Sporting. That's the game at Kansas. I'm actually the most interested in. What Miles, I miss, Miles Garrett. That, that, that's what I was gonna say, yeah. is that Miles?
2: Garrett? Miles Garrett walking by. He's doing. Talk about for, a big uh, dude.
5: We saw T.J. Watt, and now Miles Garrett. I mean, oh yeah, today today's the Spe- day where specimens.
2: a lot. Of, so a lot of the national shows have like Kirk Cousins is over there too. Kirk Cousins. Uh, oh, good old Kirk. Uh, he's on with Pat McAfee. And hey, right you guys now. should
4: stand next to each other. People say you look like him. Let's get a photo.
2: If I could ever get him. To actually come on the show or do that, I would. Gladly. You look more That's like Jeff not, Darlington, I think, than Kirk Cousins. I got that earlier today. Problem is, today I'm not clean shaven. Kirk Cousins clean shaven. Uh, not, today's not going to work. Today's not going to work. Not a good day for it. Today's not a good. You mood. need to both be clean shaven.
4: That's correct. <laughs> I also think that you yeah. you like you'd look more like Kirk Cousins if you like got in shape. Well, <laughs> you know, like you worked out, yeah. got a little <laughs> buff. There might be something there.
2: Yeah, and I also, you know, you, you might look like Christian McCaffrey, Drew, if you got ripped or whatever. Oh, I'm working on it you now, baby. I'm working on it.
4: You know, if they could do it for those Marvel star
2: stars, I always it's, like w- the right oh, person. You goodness. could get absolutely buffed. It, if if you your to. only job for, for eight months yeah. was to just get, oh, ripped. get ripped and yeah, money wasn't an issue to, for the program absolutely you any of anybody could correct but it's never happening don't worry you know like, like the, never none of that's happening whatsoever the
4: key example is look up a photo of kumal najiani he was in a marvel movie he was a regular looking doughy dude like myself they got him ready to be doughy doughy they, they made him they made him ready to be in a marvel movie and he looked like a greek god at the end of it so yes if you just had 1 year and you followed every <laughs> piece of advice someone gave you it just worked out all the time. You too could look like Christian McCaffrey. I'm good. I kind of like. I have heard stories
2: of people Ron, did you, that you just say you're. Did you just, hold on? I don't stop do that that you, seems like a lot of work. Like, look. Like, I mean, I'll just be quite honest. Did you say I'm good? I if you're telling me you would you would rather have your physique than, than <laughs> <laughs> Christian if, McCaffrey's if, physique? If Come on, it includes, <laughs> if it includes the work amount that Christian McCaffrey's put in, it. yeah. Well, of course it does. Yeah. That's, Spencer, that's uh, where I'm good. That's Spencer Rattler. Uh, yeah, drafted. He, he's yeah. here as well. Just walk by. If you're watching on the video stream, you can see right behind Drew. Uh, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Again, today's got I mean everybody. That see, we were just talking how it's hard to recognize. There's certain athletes though that are very easy to recognized.
5: Him. Spencer had Rattler.
2: He's got he's a distinct look. Yeah. F- future
5: backup to Mahomes, like a six round pick. You know what? Why not? Tell him that. Don't tell him that he's, him six that he's a six pick. rounder. I don't know. At one point, oh, I don't know. I'm trying he to avoid d- getting my ass kicked by Bill Roman. You did have a good week. Bowl. You're gonna get
4: your ass kicked by Spencer Rattler. Yeah, maybe maybe he goes
5: higher, but I don't know. I'm just I'm trying to relate it to. Maybe he's the backup. I don't know if the they take him instead of Gabbert. The spot that we have, have on
2: Radio Row, since it's, it's on it's an way, they all have to walk past us. It's that's right. Like they're all they're all heading to like the Pat McAfee show. Like uh, Puka DeCool walked by us earlier. He's now on the McAfee yeah. show. So you that's, got that's a picture
5: of uh, T. Higgins, Bengals <clears throat> wide future receiver, future Chiefs wide receiver, yeah. Yeah. former Cincinnati Bengals. future Chief He posted on Twitter uh, the Apple vi- the, the Vision Pro and he said, "I'm trying to see my future." Or yeah, a lot oh. of arrowheads in there. Uh-huh. A lot of arrowheads. All right.
4: This things are like 3500 bucks. Oh, no, the, the
2: vision uh, goggles or whatever they call them glasses
0: something like. Did I I mean, it looks wa-
2: incredible. I mean, you could be sitting right here and have like all to your right, you could literally have a giant screen. Oh, and, yeah. and you could have your Twitter open, you could have whatever and while you're still just sitting here. It's that that stuff looks insane. Don't forget
4: if you need food for the game, Jefferson's got you covered. 15% off online orders. For carry out and delivery with promo code SixTen Sports, limit one per customer on a minim- minimum of forty dollars orders. Let's while we wait on Tony Pollard, who we hope will join the show here briefly. Yes, I do think if you look at where the Chiefs are currently and where we are heading into this game, there's no way it's going to be a blowout. It's just not. I was thinking about it from the Chiefs' perspective first because somebody asked us yesterday when we went to go do a, a hit on Veasan. They had said, you know, like, you know, what are the odds either team blows them out or who's more likely to keep the game close? And I think, like, off the cuff without even thinking about it, I'm like, come on, Chiefs, don't get blown out. We all know the stats of Mahomes and all that. Man, I looked further into the 49ers. There's a really good article up on the ringer. The 49ers of the last two seasons, they also do not get blown out. You don't run away from that team. Look back to even the two playoff games this year. Like, they were behind. They were behind good points, two, three scores at times. They won those games. Not only did they not get blown out, they came back and erased deficits quick. I think in this game in particular, the Chiefs should not feel comfortable with a lead. I know Andy likes the, I'm up 10, we're all good here, I don't have to keep doing this. But they should not feel comfortable with a lead because at this stage, the 49ers are likely to get that game close again.
2: Yeah, I'm I with you on, the belief that it's a close game. If you also, if you also think it's a lower scoring game, then that that leans into that. We were taking a look at the betting markets for this. The Chiefs are uh, plus like three ten to win by one to six. The Niners are, are a little bit better than that, but probably because they're the favorite, sure. And then when you're looking at six win by six or more, and there you start getting into in the NFL circles that you know you start winning by seven or more points, you're getting into more blowout territory. Uh, it's 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 probably more likely uh, that it's Kansas City because of the defense, but at the same time, you know. It, the Chiefs played the Tampa Bay Bucks, and it was thirty-one nine in that Super Bowl. Yes, the O line was a disaster. It's
4: one of the few times he's been blown in his it's, career. It is.
2: It is. Unfortunately, it did occur in a Super Bowl. But I do think the the setup and how the game is played. If you think it's going to be perhaps a a lower scoring contest, it sets itself up to be, you know, a twenty-four twenty-one, a twenty to seventeen type of game, and uh, we're excited right here on Radio Row now to be joined by our next guest, presented by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs, Dallas Cowboys running back Tony Pollard. Tony, it's great to have you on the show, man. How's it going?
6: Doing good. How you doing?
2: We're, we're great. You know, I, I need some advice. I think Chiefs fans need some advice because look, you're, you're in Dallas. A lot of people hate on the Dallas Cowboys just mm-hmm. because of the Dallas Cowboys, and here in Kansas City, it's kind of new to a lot of people that the Chiefs are starting to become the, the, the hated yeah. team as well.
6: Um, you got you to gotta, you gotta learn to love it. You got to learn to love it, um, especially being a Cowboy. You know, it comes with it. It's either or. Either you hate them or you love them. So it comes with the territory.
4: I think that's probably where the Chiefs are at now. Like, if you're a yeah. Chiefs fan, you absolutely love them. When you're inside the league and you watch a team like the Chiefs have just consistent levels of success, how do you as an organization, how do you as a player be like, all right, how do we get to, like, a level where every single year there's no doubt we're going to play at that stage?
6: Um... You got to take everything one day at a time. That's the first thing. Uh, Not looking too far ahead, you know, trying to set too far ahead goals and, you know, just just chop away one day at a time. Just try to make sure whatever day it is, you're going to be the best you you can be that day and then grow from that day and keep going from there. And then, you know, hopefully you'll end up in those situations, those big-time games.
4: I know you weren't up against him because you're on the offensive side, but what do the defensive players say about Brock Purdy? What type of quarterback do you think he is as we're looking to this game you guys have seen the 49ers. What, what, you know, how good is Brock Purdy?
6: Um, I feel like he's one of the top top quarterbacks in the league. Um, he does a great job, you know, playing within himself, um, you know, knowing his strengths and weaknesses. Um, he does a great job taking what the defense gives him. And, you know, um, on defense, once once you play somebody that does that, that just takes the short checkdowns, takes the short short games, you know, that, that gets you – that gets you hungry on defense. You get a little aggressive. Then you start biting a little early. Then you will hit you with a double move or the, the deep bombs and the, the deep post and things like that. So I think he does a great job playing within himself.
4: When you look at what the running game offers, you're a perfect person to ask for this. What in particular makes Christian McCaffrey so dangerous, right? You're an opposing defense. I'm sure you've watched the man run. Mm-hmm. What makes him such a challenge?
6: Um, he's a mismatch for almost everybody on the field. Um, in the backfield – He's a mismatch for linebackers trying to tackle him in the slot. He's a mismatch for a safety or a linebacker trying to cover him. Um, he can make guys miss in the open field. He can make plays on his own when there isn't a play to be made. Um, he has a lot of traits and things that you can't really coach. So. That's the type of player that you want on your team.
2: We're talking to Dallas Cowboys running back Tony Pollard here on 610 Sports Radio. On the flip side here in Kansas City, Isaiah Pacheco. They're starting to use him a little bit mm-hmm. more, and everybody loves watching him run. What, what do you see in Pacheco when you've taken a look at him?
6: Uh, I love his game. I love how he plays the game. I love his physicality that he runs with. Uh, you just, it just shows on the, on the, on the field. and um, Watching TV, it shows on the screen. When you see him run the ball, it looks like he's running angry. And, uh you know, he's just a physical player. Um, he's also a playmaker, a guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield, be dangerous in between the tackles, the outside the tackles. Um, he's one of those guys that can do it all.
2: How difficult it is to keep that – you mentioned the motor that he has and run angry. How difficult to, to run at that level consistently? Because even when he gets tackled, he pops back up. And he, he's, he's talked about this, how he purposely does that, make sure opponents don't think, okay, we got the best of them.
6: Um I think it's a, a mind thing. Like, once you train that way for so long and, like, you make yourself play that way for so long, it becomes second nature. And then it's just, it just becomes what you do. So I feel like that's, that's kind of where he is with it.
4: I'd ask you about Brock Purdy. What about the 49ers' run defense? In this postseason in particular, they've been taking advantage of. Jameer Gibbs has gotten, you know, like ran well against mm-hmm. them. We saw A.J. Dillon run well against them. What do you think about the 49ers' run defense? Can Isaiah Pacheco take advantage there?
6: Uh, that's definitely something that they will have to get in check to, you know, um, to stop the run game for the Chiefs that's something that you don't want, want them to get going. You don't want them to be able to run the ball and be able to drop back and give it to Mahomes and let him throw it anywhere he wants. So um, that's definitely something they're going to have to come together and find a way to figure it out.
4: When you look at a guys like Pacheco and Mc- like we've asked, I think we asked Christian McCaffrey this question once about the value of running back in today's current NFL. When you watch like the guys in this Super Bowl and what they mean to their team, is it hard to like have those conversations where teams are like, eh, it's running back. We'll just put anybody in. It's fine.
6: Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely hard. Um, especially when you've been playing a position your whole life. You know how much it takes. You know what you have to sacrifice to be one of the top guys at the position. The hits that you're taking, picking up picking up blocks, um, running in between the tackles, chipping defensive ends and three techs, helping the O-line out, um, knowing the route concepts, um, having to know all the routes and being able to run routes out of the slot too. So just, just being able to do all those different things, it it definitely should play in the part of it.
2: We're talking to Tony Pollard. How, how do you take in the Super Bowl? Are you go to the game, are you watch him back in, in back home, or h- how do you go about watching the game?
6: Uh, I probably watch it at home, yeah, at, at the crib. Yeah, like,
2: and, and, and what's what's next for you? Obviously, guys coming off the season and, and, and didn't in the way that you wanted it to, but knowing that your head coach Mike McCarthy will be back with the Cowboys, and meanwhile on the defensive side, Dan Quinn's now over at in DC. What's the thought process just moving forward with your role down in Dallas?
6: Um. I mean, right now, as soon as the Super Bowl is over with, you know, I'm back working, um, back grinding the whole offseason. And um, really just just letting things play out, letting free agency play out, see where it goes from there. Um, Knowing that I have a a complete offseason this year to actually get better and better my game, not having to rehab and try to get back to square one, what I was doing last year. So I know I feel like it's only going to go up from there. here.
4: Speaking of Cowboys running back Tony Pollard, our predictions are brought to you by Spice and Foods, the official sauces. Of the Kansas City Chiefs, who do you have winning the game?
6: I'm going to go KC. Any particular reason why? I mean, we're fine to hear that. We're in Kansas City. You're we on a KC to- station. That's a smart answer. It's hard to go against Patrick Mahomes. That's, it's hard. <laughs> when just I, I know like that sounded like I
4: just want to ask that one thing. I've heard that from multiple players and former players. Chase Daniel said it. Yeah. Um, and other guys said it. That's something that reverberates when you're getting ready to play a team. It's hard, right, to shake the idea that that guy, Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, seems like kind of at this point like it almost gets described as mythical. Is that how it feels when teams are getting ready to face him?
6: Uh I wouldn't say that, but you just got to know that you're gonna have your hands full. Um, you can have them, you can call the perfect blitz, perfect pressure, have him bottled up. he will find a way to get out, escape, make a play on the run, and just hit somebody wide open. Just things that's not in the playbook, like things that you can't coach. That's why that's why it's so hard to prepare and play a guy like that.
2: And you're here with Q Collar. Tell us a little bit about that.
6: Yeah, I, I partnered with Q Collar about, for about two years now. Um, it was a no-brainer for me anytime, you know, prioritizing brain health and um, doing anything that can help, you know, long, longevity in my career. And, um, you know, since I've been wearing it, you know, you, when you take, like, certain hits, certain big hits, you get that little ringing feeling in your head that shortly goes away. But, uh, honestly, since I've been wearing it, I don't have that feeling anymore. Um, You don't feel that it's on, it's it's FDA approved, so everything's been tested, it's safe, it works. So yeah, it was a it was a no brainer for me.
2: Yeah, well we see it on TV all the time. You and a couple of your teammates uh-huh. down in Dallas. There's, you're, you're. I feel like there's more players on Dallas that wear wear it than in some other organizations. So mm-hmm. it's something we've definitely picked up on. Tony, appreciate the time and best of luck in in, in free agency and stuff going forward.
6: Yes, sir. I appreciate you having. Me.
2: There you go. That is Dallas Cowboys uh, running back Tony Pollard joining us here from Radio Row as we get set for the big game coming up on Sunday as the Chiefs, of course, take on the 49ers. Got a couple more minutes here and. Yeah, I think the, the, the running back conversation around the NFL is always interesting based off of... I think it's relative to you know, the back. Well, Isaiah Pacheco, he, he runs hard, and unfortunately we know the track record of where that likely ends up for someone that's on a rookie contract, Cody. Does does the rookie running back get the, get the big payday and all that, or does his body get so beat up before that? And that's... That's just kind of the, the reality of the, the position. Austin Eckler, who was walking around yeah. earlier, we all know that he wanted a bigger deal. Instead, he kind of got a rework deal for one year, and he's also going to be a free agent this offseason. If
4: you're the Chiefs, you have to operate that way. It's not that you don't care about your player's health or not want him to have a long career goal, but if, like, we talk about like him running angry or at, he runs like he wants to bite people, whatever it's going to be, right? He has to play that way because it's how he's going to get paid. The Chiefs have to use him that way because it maximizes his value at the peak physical time and then if you're Isaiah Pacheco, you just got to keep your fingers crossed that there's one payday in it. It stinks, man. It's not a, it's not a glamorous Look, life. But as uh, he pointed out, he's like, he's like, it's hard, man, when you know you've got to know the route concepts, pick up all the blitzes, help the offensive line, run the stuff you're going to do, and then in addition to that, people are going to be like, eh, what are you really doing around here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's not fun.
2: It'll be interesting for him personally, too, though, where, where he's, 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 a, he's an unrestricted free agent, I believe, this this offseason. So his future, a little bit in doubt, whether he'll be in Dallas, he, We'll be going through free agency and see what do the Dallas Cowboys uh, try to do uh, going forward and what what spot does he land in. There's, there's going to be a lot of opportunities, I think, uh, for teams that are looking for running backs, and Tony Pollard could be one of them. All right, that's going to do it on a Thursday for Cody Gold. For now, we're back at it tonight, though. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. We're back at it tonight, 7 to 9 p.m. right here on 610 Sports Radio. We've got our big party at Circa Stadium Swim. If you know anybody that's in Vegas or if you're listening on the Odyssey app in Vegas, come on out there and see us. Wear your Chiefs gear. Get a free drink ticket. We'll see you there tonight. Right here on 610 Sports Radio.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
2: That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet.
0: Music. You
2: set my
4: world
0: on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here.